What's happening, people? Welcome to another episode of the Indian Docs podcast. We are officially in daylight saving time, which means it is depressing as shit. It gets dark at half past it's four. Dark and welcome to winter. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely hate I love, it. Don't eat. I love don't eat. Don't eat. No, 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 no. It's bad for the listenership when you eat. Someone chewing in your ear. Imagine listening to something and someone's chewing in your ear. It's what it is, man. Doctor got no, eaten. No, it's not, man. Oh, it's horrible. Drinking bonnet. I'm going but... to have this one last reason. Yeah. Okay, you have one last reason. That's it. Sorry. Man, last reason. week, you started off by coughing. This week, mm. you're starting off by eating. Still Next week, you're going to try taking a piss. I'm sure, man. Watch you. Two-handed technique. Two hands on the wall. Two hands on the wall. For those of you that don't understand the reference, please listen to one of our previous episodes where I list this out. Anyway, <clears> I hate anyway. daylight saving time, man. It's horrible. It's depressing. You know, we're like one of the, the one of the few countries that actually does this, isn't it? This whole system about <laughs> changing the clocks and this bollocks, isn't it? I don't know why we do it. I've always wanted to know, and I've always thought, let me find out. Google it. Google it live on the podcast. Oh my, oh my god! Okay, only we'll be, if you stop we'll slurping doing... your tea. Oh my god! You, you're such a little. Listen, yeah, wife, you're not the guy that edits finally... this. You're not the guy that edits this afterwards, and I have to listen and be like, oh, I have to pull that down. I have to pull that down. If you can drink it and not slurp it, we're good to go. You know what I've done today? I've made tea and I've experimented by using coconut milk rather than real milk. Mm-hmm. Tastes, tastes like a bouncy bar, isn't it? Uh, can you see the colour? Uh, that's disgusting. It's just, it just looks wrong, man. It doesn't, yeah, that like does look very wrong. bits in there. It does taste like a bouncy bar, so it tastes... Oh, the cough's coming. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. This is the worst start to a podcast ever, man, honestly. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. The amount of people that are leaving this episode right now is is unmatched. Oh, God. Oh. Right. Why do we do daylight saving time? Daylight like saving time. Safety thing, maybe? Safety? Explain <laughs> to me your safety logic. I think, I don't know. It might be something they just told us in school because we were in school. They're like, yeah, like, so we don't want you walking home late. We'll just make the clocks change. So you're going home earlier. It's darker earlier or some shit like that. Hmm. Well, essentially, it says here... Hmm. Uh, the idea was fucking stop farmers. slurping, man. Is it to do with farmers? No. no. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so it says, mentioned by Benjamin Franklin, oh. he said it should be a thing. It wasn't serious proposal until. In America. So he proposed it in 1784, right? Then yeah. it wasn't until 1907 that a proposal for it was written in Britain by William Wellett. He was angry at the waste of the daylight during summer mornings where he self-published a pamphlet called The Waste of Daylight. Then <laughs> okay. after that, when he died, Germany became the first country to adopt it and the UK did the same in the First World War. And that was that, I think. With the war over, Britain, Britain returned to British summertime except for the experiment when the clocks went forward but were not put back. Ah, the experiment was discontinued as it was found impossible to assess the advantages and disadvantages a British summertime. What? Look, people like it when, when it's lighter for longer periods in the day. Like, how is that hard to understand? Should we change for British summertime? See, these guys are obsessed with the summer and then not the clock's going back. Only 70 well, countries in the world adopt some form of daylight saving, mainly in Europe and North America. The countries in equatorial regions, so it's close to the equator, there is little variation in the length of daylight across the year. We'd love to roughly 10 or 12 hours. So because we're at the extremes of the globe, yeah. I think they yeah. try and balance it out. 
But I don't I think he does that. I love how your geography is coming to the forefront. And you're like, you I'm just real near, near the equator, near the middle. <laughs> Look, man, we have people that are very good at geography. Listen to this. I have to. Listen. I have to be all encompassing and all welcoming and non-discriminatory. Like your top says. Like your top says. What does it say? Train you, I will. Exactly. Thank you. Shout out to Yoda and Star Wars, man. Do you want to know a funny story about this top? I know we're going into a a stupid thing now, but this is the first thing that I Mm. bought with Sanj when we were friends at university. Hi, look at me. But Loki, I love it. It's it's like a really comfortable t-shirt. So when you say you you bought it together, and she was like, "You should buy this because she 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 was just with me in um, I think it was Harrods, and I said, "Can I use a discount?" She said, "Yeah," and I was like, "Cool, two things. Can I can I buy this?" Were you together then? No, we no. were friends. No. Friends, okay. You're a student at this point, yeah? Yeah. Why is a student shopping at Harrods? Because she had discount because she used to work there. Harrods, bro. Like, come on, get in your lane, man. Primark. She okay? had, she had, okay, Primark. I never been to Harrods, right? Okay, so that I makes, that like, makes well, more sense. Well, let, <laughs> let's go to Harrods, right? You work there, so let's go. So we went, had a look around. I saw this t-shirt, I was like, I quite like that. And I said, how much do you get with the discount? And then she told me, and I think it was like 30 quid. And I was like, yeah, cool, done. Happy days. Lasted a, a long bag. time. A green Harrods bag. I think I did get the green Harrods bag, you know. I wanted the, the, the Harrods pen with a little bear on it. That's what I wanted. I didn't know that existed. Okay. Anyway, going back to the conversation topic. Daylight saving time. Yeah, it's just equatorial, all that shit. I think it's because we're at the further points of the globe. What, what is it that actually annoys you? Sorry. I don't like how it gets dark really early. Like, imagine you're, you're still working. You're sitting there at half past four and you've got to get up and turn the light on. And you're like, this is sad. Weird. <laughs> right? Yeah. For you, you're in yeah. hospital, so you might not, not might not feel it. No, I do. I do see it. We do have windows. We're not, we're not a prison. I don't know. And, it uh, depends on where you are. <laughs> it does. It really does depend on where you are. Where I am at the moment, there is a in the, in the window. And in the last, like, let's say month, there are periods where there's basically four computers where I sit in this one area. And at mm. the start of the day, I sit close to the window. Mm. It's fine. This is like a month ago. And then throughout the day, the sun just glares in and just like takes out your face. So I start moving yeah. down the row. But mm. now, yeah, now, now it doesn't make a difference. It's just gloomy anyway, even if it's not, um, yeah, even if it's not actually dark, it's just gloomy a lot of the time. It's kind yeah. of like in the, in the second Lord of the Rings, you know, at the start when Sam and Frodo are walking around. So here we come back to Lord of the Rings. No, and, I don't um, remember that at all because I've never seen he, it properly. It says, yeah. it says that the, the days are always dark here. That's cool. You get close to Mordor. Yeah, it's very, it's very cool. If you, if you took the time to appreciate how cool it Garrett, was, you could become a cool happen. guy. Stop it. Cool we guy. We are 45 episodes into this podcast. We are, you're not going to get me to like Lord of the Rings. It's a lost cause. Give Listen, it up. Li- okay? liking, liking is one thing. You need to watch it and appreciate it. Then we can I'm not going to watch it and appreciate it, Garrett. That's nine hours of my life that I could be doing other shit for. I will speak to the scheduler, a.k.a. Sanj. You're we not going to choke her into the We will the build in the time. It will be no at your chance. house. No It'll be your chance. house. It'll no be your chance. house and you will press play. There you I'm go. Listeners, listeners no. he, he will do this. Watch. Do you think that I can get three hours of silence in my house? You're actually deluded. You, no way. Push, push it'll some be buttons. Like, it'll be like 10 minutes in the week. Can you, uh, can you just, just do this? Oh, there's someone coming over. Can you help clean up? Oh, um, I need to go out. Can you sort my phone out? Oh, and I'm just like, fuck me, man. You know what I said? No, I'm on about at home, like in Birmingham. Oh, bro, I'm on about the parents. Lond- London house. Oh, no, no, no. It would never fly here. No. I'm coming. I'm I'll, coming. No, no, I refuse. Coming. I refuse. You don't have to, it, doesn't, it doesn't involve you, okay? It's me and Sam. It does involve me. The decision it's, makers it's are making decisions. <laughs> Hang on, but this means that your wife has to accept the possibility of this too? 
Yep. yep. So Shindy yep. has Poly- to be on board with this Poly- as well. I don't think consented. she will be. She ain't going to be on if, it. If it means that you watch it, she's in. No fucking way. We're, we're, in the, we're in the end game now, baby. Okay, how it's about it. this? How about if you press play, I can do something else while it's on? How about you watch it and I'll explain the intricacies no, of No, Garrett, no. And then you start to understand no. how everything is Lord of the Rings. Not, not every everything story, is Lord of the Rings. storyline can fit into it. You could be a part of it. There's a character. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm good. I can Look, think I know of you're three Gimli. It's already. fine. You can be Gimli. It's cool. Leave it. You, you are Lord Denethor. Okay. I don't know who that is, and I don't. It's care a good who thing. I gave you lordship. Okay. I mean, this is a very high. I don't know, man. I don't know. There were there were loads of lords in Game of Thrones that didn't work out very well either. So you know. <laughs> Sean Bean's in it. There you go. See, even Game of Thrones. Yeah, Thrones, and he dies. He dies in every TV show. He dies in every TV show. He does. That guy is just made for sacrifice, isn't he? I, I saw. I saw the first ever TV show that I watched was Time. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the first ever show I watched. It was the first show I watched that he didn't die in, but he mm. was close to dying in it. And I was like, wow, it would have been so fitting if he died. But no, just, uh, they went I against think... it. They're like, we're gonna, we're gonna get rid of this reputation off you, mate. <clears throat> I was making a sacrifice. <laughs> I love that actor, though. Anyway, they like saving time, not the one. So darkness, yes. Yes, darkness. darkness is your ally. I was born in it. Oh. Hate it, hate it. Um, however, I am a, I am a winter baby, so I thought that I would I would like it. Yes. I like the cold. I see that you have differentiation. I associate the cold with the dark. No, why? Just Summer nights are horrible. You're like it's dark. It should be cold. No, it's still warm. You're like oh, no, this is not fun. And what does um. What does winter mean to you? Like, there are certain things you associate with winter, or Christmas? Yeah, you like Christmas. Christmas, love it, man. Always, always enjoy Christmas as a kid. Are you? It's great. I think as I got older, it's like the build-up to Christmas is great. Christmas is okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the excitement of it's gonna come, films gonna true, be on TV, setting up the and tree, then you get on like, the wed- and you get on the day itself. You're like, oh. This isn't what it used it's to be. It's here, but then, it's here, it's here, yeah, yeah. But I enjoy the whole like build up to it, like putting the tree up, having Milky people around, it? going to yeah. see people, Christmas Eve chill, watching Even films. Christmas shopping, man. Like, so we have this thing, we have one weekend. Normally, well, actually, it won't be November this year because you've seen my calendar. Mm. But, <laughs> oh God, like in December. And it's like, well, we have a Christmas budget, right? Mm. And then it's like, right, gonna get in there, normally boring. Bang, 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 bang. Everyone's presents done. You Love should it. do one better. You should buy everything on Black Friday. <coughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're in the marketing world. You can, you've got some inroads. Yeah. You? Use your paycheck in November to pay for that. And you've got more in December. Hmm. I mean, I have basically what I do. I have a system which starts. It just carries on, basically. I put £50 aside each mm. month. And so oh, that's smart. Christmas. That's very yeah, smart. Yeah, so, yeah. so it never touches my main. It's just like, right, this is all there is. You don't need to be happy with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Uh, and then the other... But obviously it builds year on year. That's the other thing. So it's, yeah. it's never like to zero each year. I feel the like kids are... Uh, yeah, what I try and do now with Christmas is like... Uh, I'm really... I try, I try and be really meaningful. I don't want to give people crap. That's just going to sit in the house. Like clutter the house. So... <coughs> sorry. Found something which was like... Buy something you can wear, read, use... And there was a, there was a four, something educational. I can't remember the fourth one, but it's yeah, one but of those categories. Reading clutter. No, not for someone like you and me though. Like I, I think a good book with a personalized 
message on the inside is very, very meaningful. So it has to be right for the person. So if somebody yeah, wears yeah, a yeah, yeah. you want to get them clothes. If somebody reads a lot, you want to get them books. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I focus on really functional gifts. Yeah, yeah, and books. Like, often there are books that I've already read, and I think this would be suit for this person. I'll write something like, you know, these are the things I learned from it. And in time, like over time, that, that's a nice memory as well. Like, oh, mm. you know, Gavin wrote this, this for me specifically. Um, yeah, I think I'm becoming more that way inclined now, rather than just buying people crap. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, me and my brother <laughs> always try and outdo one another Christmas. So we always try no, and get someone. Now, let's give, let's give some con- context to this, man. It's so tough. Guys, it's very tough. Um, Bal is like the most competitive human in all of humans. In, in all of mankind, um, yes. Right. So if you're trying to compete with that dude. You know what, what though? What, let's go. Last year, what did he get you? Or the year before that? Let's give, give some context. So last year, he got me a pair of Jordans. Um, right. okay. And he got and me the, this thing. Let me actually get a household. Wait there, wait there, wait there. Go, 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 go. go. Context, guys, in the Kara household, Air Jordans are like um, gold. These guys love their trainers and specifically. Air Actually, Jordan. it's the opposite of gold because you have so many of it. So many of them. Yeah. No, no, you anyway, man. <laughs> this is what he got me. What I'm holding in front of you guys is basically a scent wait, 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 waterfall. Wait. Oh, okay. I was, was going to guess, but. Yeah. Yes, shouldn't he tell me off? It's a scent waterfall. Again. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> we'll come back to your guessing game in a second. I was editing that and I was like, man, you took forever to answer the question. So anyway, said waterfall, you put like a little bit of incense at the top, comes down the waterfall into the little thing and comes down to the bottom. Has a nice incense around the house. And also you sit and you watch it do its thing. And it is so satisfying. And at the end of it, you feel supremely relaxed. It's a good way to meditate. So it's mindfulness. So this actually helped me when I was getting stressed during the wedding. (laughs) I used to use this a lot. Still use it now, to be fair. Have you weeded it? Reed? Weed. Maybe, maybe that would be a good, nice little challenge. <laughs> what? What uh, did you But no, it has to. It has to burn like through the sides. It has to work its way through. It lasts about ten minutes a piece, so it's nice. It's very nice. Okay, and what did you get, Bell? Uh, I got him. He had a phone, and there was only a controller that was compatible with the phone. It was like a game controller that you could get on his right. phone. Essentially, it turns it into like a PlayStation Portable or a Switch or whatever. Um, and I had to get it from Japan, and I had to have it sent over here. So I bought it like two months in advance and it arrived like a couple of weeks before Christmas. I was so getting a bit nervous. Win? I think I won, but he broke his phone earlier in the year. He was cycling and it fell out of his uh, bike and a Who? car went over it. And now <coughs> he can't use the phone. <coughs> Who's the, so your gift is redundant is basically what you're saying. Now but it is, yeah. <laughs> Who is the judge? No one's a judge. I think it's just a feeling of satisfaction. You can tell when the other person's faking <laughs> it. You can tell when they're like, they're not feeling it. I like how you tried to mute Zoom and you tried to mute the sound, even yeah. though it's picking it's up on the, the fucking phone. iPhone. Yeah, yeah. You idiot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I was like, I'm being so mindful here. I mean, yeah. Dumbass. It didn't work. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's dependent on how the other person reacts. This year I'm a bit stumped, but I will. F- I always figure something out. So yeah. How about your sister? Can she not judge? No, no, she can't. No. There isn't a judge, like, if it comes to a judging thing, it's like favouritism, isn't it? My sister's always going to side with me because I'm, I'm a favourite out of me and Belle. Like, oh, so, yeah. Okay, so you need, you need someone impartial. There's no one impartial. Everyone's always got some skin in the game, <laughs> There's no one impartial. Everyone's got skin in the game. I love it. Is there anyone impartial? Well, your dad, <clears throat> dad, surely your dad's impartial, man. My dad doesn't understand this stuff again. He's like, well, why have you got another pair of trains? Therefore, he's impartial. 
Why have you got another pair of trainers? Yeah, Why do you need lose. this on your phone? You both lose. Yeah, both of us lose. None of these are functional gifts. I think you should get my dad a functional gift and he'd love it. Yeah. I'll buy a dad a cardigan at, at, like at Christmas. He loves it. Absolutely loves it. Either that or that. alcohol. Done. Okay. That's very like... Yeah, that or that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's November now. You know, Christmas is coming. Black Friday, man. Trust me. Keep your eyes peeled and you'll find something and it will eliminate at least half of your gift giving that you need to do. Well, uh, yeah, true. I think, I think with COVID last year as well, um, I think we should need less gifts now as well. For people maybe we see gifts to before, we're not, I don't think we're going to gift. Yeah, I just had to stick to family and that's it. Which family though? So in Sanchez's family, we do a secret Santa. In my nice. family, we do each person and the kids. Secret Santa with a... Um, a budget limit. limit. Yeah, yeah. The and then with my family, it's mixed. So some people do, some people don't. And then the kids, we definitely get them something. And I get Sanchez something done. But your family, are you saying your side? Immediate family only? Yeah, immediate. So... Obviously, brother, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, sister. Yeah. 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 It's the way to do it, man. It is, man. I think because <clears throat> when you're young, you, I think maybe definitely Punjabi circles, you, you, you have this tendency, probably on birthdays as well, that you do it to quite an extended variety of people, including like cousins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? But then you get older and you're just like, it's just not feasible, man. Like I was saying earlier, the magic really is with kids at Christmas. Like mm. when they come over and you see them and their eyes light up at like having gifts and you do the whole Santa thing and stuff, it's it's great. I absolutely love it. And that's what it I live is. for. Like I like seeing them on Christmas Eve when they're all excited to go to bed. I was like, oh, it's like looking at me 15 years ago. Actually, no more than that. <laughs> so yeah, looking at months. me 25 yeah, years no, ago. 15 years ago, Andy. Santa, Bro, I used to think like yeah. Santa. And then your mom tells you it's your dad. Your your dad could be Santa. Yes. No, 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 no. I don't. Oh, I don't think yes. it was. It, it would never pass his dad because Santa he could, doesn't he wear could a bug. He doesn't yeah, wear a bug. Santa, Manta. Your dad <coughs> could be Santa. I'm thinking no, about Santa. It now. Santa was always white, wasn't he? Like in TV and stuff, we always thought that dad, he was this white guy. When he wears a shirani, he's Santa man. I'm telling you, <laughs> rocking, yeah, rocking. It's oh man, good. yeah, it's um. It's weird, like I believed in Santa for too many years and then I went to school, apparently this is what my brother told me, I went to school, came back and I was adamant that he wasn't real, like it got around school on it. One day. I was like adamant it's not real, just one day, just came home, bam, he's not real, that's it, boom, finished. What I find difficult is if you're a sibling that's a little bit elder than say a younger sibling of like four years, you have to keep that lie going to not ruin the younger sibling. Does that happen with you? No, no, but I'm thinking because... There are kids nowadays that are obviously going to be in that predicament. How do they go about it? Obviously, the parents got to be like, right, it's on you now to keep this magic going with your with your younger sibling. Mm. I can't remember the moment actually when I. I can either, realized. but that's what they yeah. told me, so I I believe him. There's a few moments on there in, in your life. That's one of them. WWE is not real. Wrestling is not real. That that's like Whoa. that hurt me. That really. But doesn't it? You're just like you're like no. Come on. Look I at was me. like no. It's real. It's real. And then you watch it. You're like why is it every time they try and strike something the camera switches, and then it switches and then it switches and I'm like why does it keep doing that? Yeah. And then you're noticing it's just leaving like this much of a gap between their face right? and the actual hit. Yeah. 
and they stamp every time they hit it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Proper yeah, unnatural. Yeah. Like I tried to like, like, do the rock. Day. The rock used to do when he had them on the ropes. Yeah, he did yeah. the three three punches. But yeah, I was like, why yeah. is he stamping his foot as well? <laughs> there you go. That's why. That's why. <coughs> that's why. There you go. Broke my heart, man. And then wrestling is no longer the same now. Mm. They turned it into a soap opera. If you ever watch it, it's just ninety percent talking. Yeah, ninety percent talking, ten percent action. It used to be the other way around. But now, no, they flipped it the complete other way. I just zoned out. I was like, fuck this, man. I can't Story be Storylines, man. Storylines. Yeah, but you used to skip through it all because there was so much like bullshit talking throughout it. It's like, what's the point? Unless, I mean, I, I used to like the bullshit bit, like The Rock or someone. The thing is, you grew up with the wrestlers that you like. You did, Rock, yeah, yeah. Undertaker, Triple H, proper rivalry. Yeah, now, I, was like, I see these people like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. I don't, I don't know any of them, man. I don't, I, remember. Do you know I don't know any of them, man. All I remember seeing was just like there, there's always someone who comes back uh, yeah, who's like, like a legend every single year and then they do something and then they leave again. No, no, they all become actors, don't they? You hear The Rock, John Cena, uh, Yeah, it's the, it's the next next gradual step, isn't it? Or UFC guys are going into wrestling to make more money. So UFC, there's that as well. Well, they've got the skill set, man. That must, must be easy for them. Huh? Yeah, for them it's easy. But obviously the next going the the difficult, way, part, the difficult part is the charisma. Yeah, the only person that went the other way, there were two. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. And CM Punk was horrifically bad. Where's Brock? He's actually good. Brock was decent. Brock was good, but then he got his number caught out very quickly by a couple of fighters in a row, and then he retired. Then he came back, and then he retired again. So, yeah. But he was also taking heavy steroids. So, yeah. Mm, The big guy, man. Insane. I'll never forget the clip of when Brock Lesnar was being... What was it? He went off the top rope. He missed, landed on his neck, and then carried on like everything was fine. I'm sure something like that happened. If you type in Brock Lesnar neck and like top rope, it shows it what happened. But essentially, he landed on his neck like to to the side, Mm. and he was fine. He didn't... Normally, you would think he's fucking paralyzed, but no, he was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) Exactly, man. Builds up your traps disgustingly when oh, you're on steroids. On that note, man, I absolutely pulled today, man. What do you mean you pulled? I was just, you know, I was, I was there and this, uh, this person, this person, I tell you, is at the moment, was just like, which gym do you go to? If you say person, it's male. Yeah, it's male. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you would have said... Lady, lady. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you were like, person, and I was okay, like, just say guy, man, it's cool. The, re- the reason why I said person actually wasn't that. The reason I was saying is because it wasn't a staff member, it was a patient as well. This old I guy, see. I'm not really sure about his vision or anything, but he he was like... Yeah, I'm uh, not sure about his vision too, if he's giving you compliments. He goes, which gym do you go to? He goes, you, you're, just, you're just big man, you're filled out. I was like... Nah, he's chatting so shit, man. He was gassing you up. I was like... He was gassing you up so much. My, my scrub top's pretty tight. I was like, I thank you so much for saying that. I was like, yeah, I've been, in my oh, head, I'm thinking, God. I've been working out for a year and no one's appreciated this at all. But you've made my day today. I was just so happy. This first patient <laughs> in the morning. Shit, yeah. No, it's true. First patient in the morning. No, and he I believe that, it. But the fact you yeah. played up to it is No, like... I didn't. I'm saying, I'm saying this is in my head. Oh, in your head? What did you yeah, say yeah, to this... him? No, I was like, oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I have a PT. That was it. <laughs> End of conversation. Yeah, and you were like, you were like, hi. I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, can you say it again louder, like you know, so other people can hear? <laughs> can I get a recording of this, please, so I can watch you know it back I mean? later? It's like, uh, nah, I feel that, man. I feel that. Fair enough. I respect it. 
Always good to get a compliment. Gates, Gates. I see you're wearing a new fleece top. Fair play. I'm glad you are no longer frugal. I know uh, this is, again is very old, but I'm mindful that you complain. <coughs> mindful. Thank you. I'm glad my complaints are finally going through. Thank you. Well, the complaints department got got to me. Yes. Okay, yes, they did. Yes. Good. Right. But you'll know. You'll uh, remember. Remember you went recently for Hernando's. What was I wearing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was I wearing? What was I wearing? Yeah, yeah. You wore the typical fleece you wore on the other no, day. Yeah. Episodes. Yes, yes. Oh God, I'm gonna go again. Fucking hell. You've had a week to recover with this cough and it's still not it's gone. The third episode in, on the trot, isn't it? With the cough. It's just it's bad. I'm normally the ill one, man. It shouldn't be you. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Garen. I came here with a topic today that I wanted you to talk did. about. You did. You did, and you just completely forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, Christmas boy. Pretty brief to you. What do you mean I completely forgot about it? Christmas I let the conversation boy. flow and then I bring this up afterwards. Yeah, this is how Christmas this conversation boy. goes. So, Garen, tell me your thoughts on. That special word with an R, religion. See, you dirty-minded people out there. I'm not catching you out. No, no, you're not catching me out with this dirtiness. No, no, religion, people, religion. Sorry, what's a dirty word with R? You can think of plenty of things, Karen. I'm not going to go down that avenue. Oh, I see. There's not one big word, though. No, there's plenty. The way, it depends the way on where you people said go. That. <laughs> you say the big no, R, said... people are like, yes, see. Okay. They're like, is this episode going to go very left? No, no, it's fine. It's fine, guys, it's fine. Anyway, thoughts on religion. So I had some thoughts the other day pitched to me by uh, okay. Bal. And he said, what's your okay. thoughts on religion and banning it until you're 16 years old? And I was like, it's a very specific age, but I can see why you chose 16. Because 16 mm-hmm. is the age of consent, right, in England. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, does it, does it make sense? Should that be a thing? Because prior to that, you're way too young, aren't you? To what? make your own decisions. To make your own on, decisions. But on doing what? What do you mean? So let's play this out. So you're a religious family. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to indoctrinate your children, let's say. But you're trying to teach them about the history. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so for example, in our, in our way. So I was taught a lot of Sikh history. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that harmful? It can be harmful, but I'm saying... What version of it are people scared of? I think it's the extreme version that people are scared of. Right. It's always the extreme, isn't it? It's there's there's soft religion like <clears throat> the stuff that I have and maybe you have to a lesser extent. But then there's proper hardcore militant. Everything must be done this way. Nothing else is right. This is the way. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I. Yeah. It, look, and that exists in every denomination. Every. Every religion, every, every sect has that, yeah. Way of life, every um, yeah, every sect will have a form of people who practice things to extreme. Now, here's the other delineation: practicing things to extreme in itself for me is not a problem. The imposition of that on normal people, will say on me, that's where I have a problem. So, for example, in the way I practice my sikhi uh, and the views I have and the beliefs I have. Those are very personal to me, and I'll share them with people who are genuinely interested. Mm. But am I going to go and tell people, this is the way you should practice your Sikhi, and if you don't, you're not a real Sikh? Absolutely not. And in the same vein, I don't expect that imposition back. Now, <clears throat> from a personal point of view, if I had been not exposed to the age of 16, I don't think I would have developed the love for my history, my language, for my, um, we can call it religion, at that point. Now, we talked about this on 
many, many podcasts before about where values come from, right? And we know our belief systems, so not religious, generally all belief systems are formed from a very young age based on what you're taught, what you see, what you observe, all that kind of stuff. A lot of that comes from your parents, but it can be other sources. And if that was completely taken out, then yes, okay, at 16, you may form a genuine love uh, or affection for it. Or you might just be like, no, 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 that's not, in, that, that's not for me. But for me personally, uh, I, wouldn't have it, I wouldn't have it that way, having had life the way it's been for me. And with my kids, when I have them, mm. there's, they're definitely going to be exposed to all faiths. They should have an understanding. They should broaden their horizon. The way in which they practice it when they get older, my is job is... Yeah. Yeah, my job is just to provide that basis. So actually, you understand how I practice it. You can choose practice if you want to. You can see the merits and the, the other you know, downsides to how I do things. Um, you'll see things in the world. People will tell you things as well. And you, then it's making that informed decision. I think um, having it having it pushed on you in an early age can be dangerous. So, for example, when define I was younger, pushed. Define pushed. When you're a kid, you're always going to do stuff that makes your parents happy, aren't you? You're going to obey and do what they sort of tell you to do because you want their approval, you want their their love, right? Sometimes parents can do things that not unconsciously may make their kid do the same thing in order to get a good response out of them. So, for example. You can do a reverse psychology on a kid, can't you? You can be like, if you don't do this, it's going to make me very unhappy. The kid doesn't want that. They will do the thing that makes you happy, Mm. right? Now, if you're doing the same thing with religion, if you're saying you must do your Jabji Saab, which is is Bart in Sikhi, right? You must do that every day in the car on the way to school, which is what I did, right? Um, It's great. I I learned it. it. No, read it. Like, actually do it. We did it up to a point and then skip to the end and do the last look and that's it. But then I didn't know what I was saying. I was just saying it because I'm like, yeah, it's like a song. You can just read it off in the back of your head again and again, right? And that's what I did for years. And then looking back on it now, I don't know much of Jisab anymore because I haven't, I haven't <clears> done it in years. But I would like to have probably known the meaning behind it when I was younger. But I don't think parents think that way. They don't think, let me teach you the meaning. They think... This is how it is. This is what it is. If you say this, you'll be fine. Done. Hmm. Maybe, maybe we will be the generation that changes that and try and impose some basic knowledge on them. So one day they can question the knowledge and dig a little bit deeper. But there, there's some people out there like that I've dealt with that are Amadari, uh, which is the baptized Sikh. And they would just spew some bullshit. Like there was one girl that, that I met, uh, met her at a Sikh camp. She was, what was she? She was told... <coughs> If you eat chicken, you will become a chicken. And she firmly believed it. And I was like, who told you that? And did they tell you this to stop you from eating any kind of meat? Therefore, you only eat vegetarian food. And therefore, you are essentially abiding by seat values. And I'm thinking, if that was the thought pattern that somebody has imposed on you with that, that is severely twisted. You don't just lie to someone in that way and do that. Yeah, yeah, for the intention of what they're trying to achieve. Because you're right, if in that scenario it's, well, if the argument is, not the argument, if the explanation is, look, we don't eat meat in Sikh faith. And the reason we don't do that is X, Y, Z. I.e., yeah. not based on fear, based on logic, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there are, there are reasons for that. That's obviously much better. I guess in that situation, it's... <laughs> Look, I have a much softer example, not to do it. In that situation, it's pretty extreme, isn't it? And this yeah, is a person yeah, yeah. who was who was a teenager, like say about seventeen, eighteen, 
And she knew she was fully all there in her head. She was a smart girl, yeah, yeah. but that was what she was taught. And I was like, you've never thought to question this. Like if I eat chicken in front of you, do you see me wearing feathers? Like, no, 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 but in, okay, okay, okay. First, let's, let's just take that out. I think the person who's telling them that is not saying in this life, it's saying that if you do it, when you come back, because we believe in reincarnation, you may come and do it. Could do, yeah, you could chicken. just could say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, 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 yeah, obviously not feathers coming out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, look, and this is something I was thinking about this morning, actually, on the way to... Uh, You're thinking about chickens and turning into no, a chicken? No, 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 okay. no not that. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with religion, right, is people will come to religion only for two, two reasons ever. It's out of pain, okay? So, duk. Yeah. Or it'll be because of prem, because of love, genuine love and desire to go there. They're the only two reasons that people will find it. Uh, and outside of that, trying to force it on somebody, there is, look, there is some merit to, like, for your example there, doing Japji Saab in the car. There's a, there are, it's very well versed that actually, if you think about, Reading any form of art as like um, eating a mishri. You know what mishri is, yeah? What's mishri? You know, like um, at the Gudwara. I know what it is, but tell people it's what it is. Like, uh, It's hard, isn't it? It's like a dry prashad, isn't it? Prashad, is, so it's a holy holy food. It's like a little... Mishri is the... Is it, is it the crystal mint. one? Or is yeah, it the... Like uh, mint. Yeah, yeah, the crystal yeah, mint. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't know. I don't actually know what it is, but it tastes really, really think, sweet. Yeah, right. Sweet, it's, it's, it's basically like a, sweet, it's a crystallized sweet. piece of sugar that you eat. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Let's let's say that. And I remember someone very, very spiritual saying to me, he said, look, whichever way you eat this, right, you eat this side, this side, this side, you're going to get some kind of uh, fall. You're going to get something from that. You're going to get that mitta feeling from it, right? And he says, when, you, when you're thinking about how you practice Sikhi, you can either be like, oh, okay, I'm not able to do this perfectly. I, I don't know the understanding of this and I don't do this many hours a day and I don't do this, don't do this. He goes, yeah, you can think like that or you can do something. And yes, obviously reading, reading something and your mind being elsewhere yeah. is not the same as me reading it, understanding it and becoming part of it, right? And I'll pull on a real example here. When we went on our couples holiday mm. and we did the Simran together. Mm. So guys, uh, on this holiday, um, we had a harmonium and we did some uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. And I remember what Yun San said straight after it. He said, you know, I think you said something. Like, we haven't done that before, but we felt it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And the example here would be, I could, I could get you. You could sit somewhere and you could just say the word Vaheguru, Vaheguru. Vaheguru, guys, is our word for uh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may not feel it. Yeah. But I know in that scenario, whatever the environment that we created, you were really resonating with that job, that simran. And that's the difference. You're absolutely right. But in both examples, there is still always going to be benefit to it. You don't have the conscious brain as a child to understand that. Absolutely. Um, but you're right. Obviously, having something with meaning, and I say this to people all the time, we take Mool Mantra. Yeah. Right? So Mool Mantra, guys, is the first part of uh, and Japji Saab. Saab. You know, you read Mool Mantra at age 10, and then age 20, age 30, age 40, age 50. Each decade, the meaning of that will deepen if, if you, you know, stay aligned because of the experience you have in life. And the, mm. same, the same thing you read will mean something different to you based on where you are in life. And that's been my experience of you know, my, my journey uh, in spirituality. Um, but yes, I agree with you. Imposition is incorrect. 
Like, I think it has to be in moderation, doesn't it? It has to be... You, you can't simply yes. just take the piss and you can't say everything <laughs> in life, every single rule <coughs> in life has to come from a gun sub. Like, everything in life, every rule you abide by, morality, um, conscious choice-making, it must be done by what's written here. Life isn't like that. You can't, you can't do everything written down on a piece of paper and say, this is what you live by. Like, say the Ten Commandments in, in um, the Christianity... Yeah. Right? Is that Christianity or Judaism? Sorry, I'm really naive here. Think it's Bible. think it's the Bible, and I think it's right. Christianity. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you got the Ten Commandments? No, it's not. No, 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 no. The Ten Commandments is Judaism because that's Moses. Okay. That's yeah. Moses, and that's the Old Testament. Okay. It's done the Bible. There we go. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Judaism, right? Ten Commandments. That's great. What if something is proposed to you outside of those Ten Commandments? Now what? Do you do? <laughs> yeah. So, I think the thing is. I'm only going to speak from a Sikhi perspective. Sikhi is not about being a rule book. Okay? It's it's one of the religions that isn't, to be fair. But people will still use it yeah. if they want to, to suit their agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, again, but that's not... That's how somebody's interpreting whatever is there. Yeah, that's at the discretion of that person. But if you think of it more as a guide... Look, I say this when I used to teach about Sikhi. I used to say, look, the beauty of Gurunath Devji, and that was our first uh, Sikhi guys, is that he didn't come and he didn't say... Right, I'm Sikh. He never said that, first of all. And this is the only way to God. He never said that. Mm. What he said was, this is the way I practice. These are the results of me practicing this way. You can choose to follow it if you want to. That's it. He lived by example. His example is there. You, it's, it's there as a guide. But what the point of, of it is, is to say that this is a tested methodology that works. And there's evidence that it works how would you choose to follow it how you follow it how you express it even in Sikhi and I say this again to a lot of people it's people will get to whatever you believe the end point to be of life whatever you want to call that you know uh, heaven heaven or or whatever yeah whatever you want to call that people will get there before Sikhism people will get there after Sikhism people got there before there was any religion there are millions of ways to get to that place not questioning that this Sikhism, our pathway, is saying, this is one way to do it, if you want to. That's what I say to people. And like I said, there's two things. Dokosok, right? If, hap- if there is a certain reason why you want to come into it, and you get really kind of aligned to it, you'll come in. If there's a lot of pain, you come from pain, there's death, there's separation, your belief systems don't work, and you come into it, you'll come in. You know, like the whole thing about imprisoned yeah, people, yeah. Yeah. I found the Lord, and that kind of thing. So, you, I believe, my belief is there will be a time where people will come to whatever, you know, kind of path of spirituality they need to ultimately find contentment and peace and whatever that is that they want. Yeah, I I guess so. Moderation. I I agree with you. Moderation Moderation is true. But I do think maybe this 16 thing could have some validity behind it because you haven't fully formed your opinions as a person. Maybe you can figure it out afterwards and you can see what you want to do and you can just sort of have a better, better, clearer mind than say somebody that's sort of been pushed along this road and realise later on it's too late for them. No, maybe not going to be the way I'm going to do it because mm. they're going to. I mean, kids are going to be going to the Gurdwara up until sixteen. Well, this this sort of leads into the next topic, which is faith schools. So, mm. me personally, I would never send a kid of mine to a faith school that only has people of that kind. Like, I wouldn't send them to. A, to a Sikh school only that only has Sikh people because 
you build <clears throat> fuck all um, people social experience. skills yeah, yeah you don't have any social skills you're going to talk to one set of people even then they're probably slightly warped as well and then your perception of life isn't right and then when you go to the workplace you've got to deal with all types of people and now you're like Absolutely. oh I don't know how to talk to you right yeah I, I, I completely agree I'm not but really I can well see, versed I can see why, why parents want to send their kids to faith schools because they're like they're familiar they understand the system that's going to be put into them um, they it matches values. up with what they think with their values as you like to say and then therefore they're thinking oh this makes them double down on their things but the one thing you find with faith schools is the kids that come out of it tend to be the most sort of confused because when so, they get to the real world they just don't mm, understand it some of them you're going to get that with normal schools as well but I, yeah. I agree with you I agree with you here I think the more exposure you can have this is something I I believe a lot more as I get older exposure and experimentation you just need to be exposed to a lot more things to find a where you fit and b how to deal with more and more things mm. so let me give you a medical example so I'm a senior medical registrar now when juniors come to me with problems the reason why it stresses me out less or I'm able to deal with it is because I've just seen it before but if mm. you've not had that exposure if I've just seen one thing every single day one presentation presentation meaning if I only see patients who come in with chest pain and then somebody comes in with shortness of breath. I'm like, oh, shit, man, what do I do now? Mm. No exposure, no exp- thing. And I think for a child, like, again, I look back at it, you know, your formative years, the years where you understand how to be part of a peer group, you understand how to be friends, um, you understand how to speak to girls. Like, all these things just naturally need to happen. And I feel like you need an environment that allows that to happen, all that testing to happen, so the person can understand and find themselves. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm an advocate for a wide experience. Like I had a primary school, which was mixed boys and girls. And then, uh, and we had a lot of like non, like non-brown people there. Then I went to a boys school, but then we had girls in sixth form. And then obviously university was even more mixed. And but what it's meant, I know you're of the same vein that I have a collection of friends who are across different ethnicities, different cultures. Yeah, yeah. And then you get, you get a deep appreciation for that. And I think, you know, in one of our earlier episodes, we talked about uh, racism and how do we deal with racism, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like now, you know, I'm around, let's say, there's a lot of Islamophobia, but I'm around Muslim people, I have an appreciation for how they pray, what some of their words mean. So to me, if somebody's next to me and they're saying something, it's not like, oh my God, he's a terrorist. It's like, okay, I know what they mean. It's fine, there's acceptance from my... But I only have that because I've been allowed to be exposed to lots and lots of different types of people. So I I agree. I do think that faith schools should potentially be banned. (laughs) I don't think that they should be a thing. What's the... When did they come about? Like, that's not something I have about. no idea. I'd love to know how they came about. I think it all started when you have Protestant schools and Catholic schools. Mm. And oh, fucking hell, it's bad of me. I don't know the difference between the two. I think one follows a different yeah, no, church no. to the other or something. You've got, you got Catholicism, which is based on, obviously, the leader of that church is the Pope. Yeah. yeah. So this goes back to a very quick history lesson. So Henry VIII. So when Henry VIII came along, he basically wanted to get divorced. The divorce didn't exist in Catholicism, so he produced a new um, a sect called the Church of England, which is Protestantism, which has already right. existed anyway. Yeah. Uh, and obviously in this sect, they don't, they, they don't acknowledge the Pope. So two different sects. So obviously the monarchy, <coughs> the head of our church in the, you know, in the UK, you've obviously got the Archbishop of Canterbury, but you also have the Queen. And then you have Catholicism, the Vatican, the Pope, that's all. Oh, right, that's the distinction. <coughs> yeah. So the Archbishop of Canterbury is the head of the church? Head of the Church of England. Who's the Archbishop of Canterbury at the moment? I don't know. You can search it. Yeah. 
Archbishop of Canterbury. Justin Welby. I don't know who that is, mate. Well, just type in um, who is the... <laughs> I typed in his name. Yeah, hang on, hang on. The oh. top, top headline. Yeah. Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, apologised for saying COP26 leaders would be cursed. Well, Because of the whole climate change. Guys, the debut that don't understand. Those that have met up, uh, world leaders have been meeting up the last couple of days for the climate change summit. And uh, this guy's saying, yeah, they're all cursed. And then apologise for it. Uh, all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I don't know how faith schools came about. It would be good to know. But it's um, it's weird, man. I don't think that they should be a thing. And when it came to... I'm not sure if 90% of schools in the UK were set up as either Protestant or Catholic. And we just went to those schools. And then they walked into something else. So it didn't become like a faith school. But even then, they still taught you the Lord's Prayer, grace, yep. etc. And you and know hymns. all the hymns. And you yeah, know yeah. all those things. So technically, is that still a faith school? Maybe it is. Maybe that should be abolished. Maybe it should just be normal schooling there shouldn't be anything else in it there shouldn't be faith mixed in at all so you mean like france do you become like a secular system is what you're saying is that is that how france has done it yeah yeah they're very very secular um you're right i, I yeah i think back when we did all the the hymns and things and i think i i see i, Bro, I still know mine i still know the lord's prayer yeah i have fond memories and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think no everything i, I learned from that there's good values in that but i, I didn't know why I would, but again i didn't know why i was saying it as a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. But again, now when we look back at it, we still look back in a good light and now maybe we have the understanding. So, some But that could have do... gone very left. It could have been like, now I can go home and say to mum and dad, I want to be a Christian. Could have. Could have, yeah. yeah. Could be. You never know. Could be, yeah, 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 yeah. That's dangerous. So, Heinz, Heinz, I don't know. It's hard to have one solution for everything. It's the intention behind these things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I think, I think what schools... Are trying to extract maybe from religion at a very high level are these morals and values and principles about how to live. Yeah, but I don't think the morals and values being. and principles of, say, the Church of England or the Vatican are very, very wise to abide by considering how fucked up they are. Yeah, um, yeah but you're, you're looking at it from a what actually happens point of view rather than a... Because when we're taught things, we're taught things from a this is what it should be, <laughs> ideal, idealistic point of view. Uh, rather than this is what actually happens. Yeah, look, you get yeah, all but... the look at scandals and all these things. But when someone's teaching you, look, you shouldn't lie. Respect is important. Honor is important. You get taught like that, don't you? It's not like, oh, you should do this, but this is what happens. You know? It is that. But then when the when the highest people at the highest sects are in charge of all of that, and they do atrocities, basically, on, on <laughs> kids or whatever, and that spreads down to the other generations and it turns into a massive problem. Like, I'm sure you seen Spotlight. Yeah. Good film. That's that's the most heartbreaking film I've ever watched. Um, And for those of you that haven't, please watch it. It's basically about the scandal of um, the of priests uh, that uh, that feed into the Vatican. So yeah, and how they were just essentially molesting kids. Yeah, and it was it was horrible, (laughs) absolutely horrible to watch. And you're thinking this isn't real, and they're like, no, this is a this is a true story. And uh, it shakes you to your core because you're thinking if religion can do that and it can cause that much of an issue and it can be abused in this way, when it's meant to be something so pure. Yeah, yeah. But look at your statement there. Religion doesn't cause that. The way somebody practices religion is a different thing. Yes, exactly. People are put in positions of power and responsibility have abused that power. Absolutely wrong. But if you, if you express your faith 
in a pure way, again, the faith itself is objective. How you express your faith is where there is interpretation. Well, faith is, is objective, isn't it? Because that's why you get different sects of people that follow different types of your, of your religion. So even in Sikhi, we have people that follow different types of Sikhi. And that, and that gets a bit complicated as well, because there's some people who read other scriptures that aren't necessarily certified in Sikhi. Or mainstream. Yeah, or mainstream, yeah. but they believe it so heavily. Or they'll have Godware that are set for those that aren't Guru's Godware, because they're a different sect of Gurus. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, I'm not one to judge, but I didn't get it growing up. And then now I look at it and I'm like, oh, you just believe in a different version of what I believe in. Yes, yes. Again, and, and, then, and for me, yeah, exactly. That, see, that, most of the population are there. But there is a population now in this society where we're so depolarized. It's like, you believe this and you're not allowed to believe this. And you must believe what I believe. When you Without say depolarized, do you mean polarized? Yeah, sorry, I don't know why I said depolarized. Polarized. It's so yeah, polarized. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Whereas it should be like what you're saying. It's like, oh, okay, you believe that. It's different what I believe. It's okay. And That's it, what it should be. And it doesn't turn into yeah, that, yeah. does it? It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, that, that is one of the problems. It's this whole people's imposition of the way they express, you know, and what they believe and why they believe. Everything has to be questioned. Now, obviously, you think of all... Malicious you think of, like, all the issues with religion and you think of how there's been conflicts <laughs> with... Let's take, for example, Muslims and Hindus. That's a long-standing issue that's happened for centuries. And that's been expressed through... That's fed its way into sport, like India versus Pakistan. That's fed its way into just, like, uh, cultural acceptance where it's really, really frowned upon for any of those two to even be wedded to one another. And it's just... It gets, as you said, polarising, but then it just... It turns into another life of its own. And you're thinking, wait, where did all this start from? And it started over a conflict that happened hundreds of years ago. Mm. And it's just... Yeah, it's just one thing after another and then people don't stop and think where did this come from let's take a step back can we not just make amends mm, it's it's not it's, it's not comfortable to sort of have that conversation and understand it and be impartial but when people are so like I'm right and you're wrong you can't <laughs> reason with those people you can't right? you can't and again this is where wisdom comes in so the older you get it's I'm not gonna how did I read the other day a a quiet lion is is a quiet lion is more dangerous no not more dangerous a quiet lion is is more comfortable more confident than a barking dog mm. and it's just you know this whole notion about you know wise men speak very little they speak when they have something to say rather than just speaking for the sake of speaking I think that's what I'm finding as I get older like there used to be a lot of things that trigger me especially about religion Especially oh, it used to trigger me say. as well. I used to get really pissed off when people would try and push it on others or when they would have any sort of way of pushing on to others or things have to be done in this way. And I'd, I'd be that dickhead who keep on, keeps on questioning people, like, mm. why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? They wouldn't accept any <laughs> answer given to me, which isn't nice. But then I always thought, no, I'm doing the right thing by questioning everything. But then I realised that can be not offensive, but it can come across <laughs> as quite knobbish. So I was like, okay, maybe I should stop doing that. Yeah, and yeah. as we get older, it's just, it's a very, I think everything we mentioned is correct about how it can be the source of conflict uh, and a lot of separation. But if you think about, you know, this, look, this will depend on what you think about the, the resolution of your soul is, right, and what that end point is. And some people believe you live one life, you die, and that's it, fine. If you believe that, that's fine. 
for a lot of other people, the way to you know finish your karmas, to finish your what you're here to do, there's a methodology that there's a way, there's a path. They want to be able to follow a path and trust in something after that. Mm. Mm. That's where it is helpful. But again, that is a very very personal relationship between you and your creator. And there's something my mum used to say, Joshi. She still says it now. But when we were young, she'd be like, "Look, I'm your mom. This is your dad. This is your sister." And it's nice to have nice family in this life, but when it's all said and done, you know, at the end, you're accountable for your actions alone. When you're in front of God, like, that's it. You come into this world alone, you'll go alone. And that's always stuck yeah. with me. Uh, and I always think about this equation. Apart from when you get married, actually, <laughs> marriage is an interesting thing within our, uh, within Sikhi, and the cottage. So if you read the Lama, uh, so the. Oh, it's two becoming two, one and all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's very, it's like, it's really deep, it's very, very literal. It is. Um, now this is your joint, uh, you know, path towards uh, that higher power and finishing and things. But generally, yeah, it's it's a very personal relationship, and I think the older you get, you focus on how do you how do you continue with your spirituality. Um, within your network, if there are people who are open minded, right? It's just I do speak about these things, but the people I will speak to is about are very very small. Uh, and if I'm going to ask questions, I'm going to ask in a safe place as well. So somewhere I'm going to go where there's not judgment. So the things I'm under, being told is taught in a in a way to make, help me understand rather than like, you don't know this and this is wrong and you shouldn't do this or whatever. It could be, but you still need to question those beliefs in order to understand them properly. Yeah, exactly, but in a safe environment. So if I am questioning, I get exactly. So I, I want to be and I am in a space where I'm able to question with people of experience that's very important to me so if I'm asking about certain things in spirituality then I don't want to hear like a textbook answer I want to hear from somebody who's actually experienced that then they can reflect back to me and I'm like oh okay I'm here like this is what I'm trying to do da, 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 da. Uh, or this doesn't make sense to me surely this means this so again if you do and you have someone who doesn't have that kind of deep you know knowledge uh, and experience then they may get kind of reactive and inflammatory like just believe it you know, you should just believe it, like that kind of thing. Whereas, yeah, yeah, I know from, yeah. Right? Because <clears throat> I know from my kind of thing, you know, I'm a science background, right? Now, there are certain things which are... Which are which oh, are yeah, shit. How, how do you believe in both then? How do you believe in God, but also science? I get asked this all the time. This is like the number one thing. Um, and the law of attraction. Like, I believe in all three things at the same time. Uh, and if you... <laughs> What actually used to help me was looking at, if you look at Einstein and the things that he used to say, you know, one of the most famous scientists ever uh, who changed the world, obviously a phys- great physicist, and, uh, you know, he talked about how, um, how nothing is possible without God. That's essentially what Einstein used to say. From my point of view... I don't know if he did say that. I never heard him say that. Okay, let's get, let me get the quote for you. Uh, there's a quote did he actually say that or are you interpreting it to say that? No, no, there's a quote, there's a quote. Uh, he had loads of quotes about God. Um, so he believed in God? Yeah. No. So he's a scientist who, again, believed in God. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the more I study science, the more I believe in God. <laughs> what? Is that what you said? Yeah. Right. There's one about um, God being a gardener. Um, this is really good. 
these quotes that you're reading, they're not just like a picture and say a quote next to it because those can be falsified easily. No, no, they could, they could be. Uh, it's not those. Uh, there is another one. There's another one. Um, I, I will find it. There's a definition. It might not be Einstein. This is somebody else now, but there's somebody who gives a great mm. definition of God. And mm. He basically says, you know, I believe in the God that is not. Uh, you know, let me find that. It's a great quote. I believe in the God that is not. Yeah, let me find it. Finish that sentence, <coughs> Doctor. No, it's not John Lennon. John Lennon? No, it's not that one. <laughs> so it's not the came up. Very different type of God there, mate. Uh... Anyway, this is fizzling, so I'm going to move on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'll come back to this, but your question was, why do I believe in God and yeah. science? Why well, do you believe in it? There were just certain things, you know, like it's you can't see the air, but you don't exist, don't you? You don't see gravity. Yeah. We've, we've given a word to these things. We just medi- we've just medicalized, not medicalized, we've signed, scientified it. It's like we've given a name to these things, phenomenon, and that makes it scientific. But it's just they're just there, and you know, people will question me, well, what's the, the, how can you prove the existence of God? Well, you can't prove any of these other things either. You can't prove gravity. You can't prove that air exists. Yeah, but you can prove the existence of gravity. No, you you can prove that if you drop something, it goes to the ground. That's not we call it gravity. It doesn't mean it is gravity. That's just us normalizing it, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we call gravity now. Okay, but that but that that force exists. Like you can prove it exists. Yeah, absolutely. So, but then why is that not God? Why are you saying it's just a force? Who produces the force? The the Big Bang. Other people would just say the Big Bang's like no, no, no. So, what created the Big Bang? No one knows. Well, exactly. But that, see, those things, I get this question a lot as well about how did the world start and how did the world end. Again, it doesn't help me as a practicing Sikh. I don't focus on that type of stuff. What I focus on is me as a doctor, he has, he has given me the, the means to help people. And the reason why I want to focus on helping people, that's purely from a Sikhi perspective, is because we believe in Seva, helping people. Uh, and... From my perspective, that's what I should focus on. It's if I want to, people say to me, how, how do you serve God? My answer is very simple. If you want to serve God, serve his people because he lives in everything mm. and serve them as equals. That's also very important. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, there, there is no conflict at all. He's given me the ability to treat people with medicines. Great. But at the end of the day, I know I can't play God. When it's your time to go, you go. I can't stop that. But you kind of do because you can stop something from happening to get okay. people to live a little bit longer absolutely but I'm saying when so it's you actually time God. when it's actually time I can't stop that when the yeah, soul but is that, is that time not dependent on them getting to you in time not always man I mean as, as you know there are certain things we can save and certain things we just it's beyond our guilty yeah there is but still like okay if it's written in the way that you think it is with the law of attraction if you're destined to die on this day yeah. right fine cool but then there are certain things along the way that say if you get involved in a fatal accident Mm. and a doctor saves you your life is prolonged if the doctor didn't get to you in time or you didn't get to the doctor in time you would have died i don't think that that's a preemptive thing that's that's destined i think that's down to choice see now you're talking about it's involved (laughs) in variables this is a different conversation now now we're talking about is everything preordained no, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to say is everything preordained, but... Well, yeah, I guess I kind of am, but... 
there is a factor in there where you can say you're not playing God, but then you kind of do have the powers of others that make you seem like you kind of are a God because you're a doctor. You can do things that you know, 99% of the population can't do. Mm, I wouldn't, but it's not the... If the body is dead in front of me, I can't rise it from Of course not. No, you can't bring it back to life like Evanescence or any of that. You can't do any of that, right? Mm. But what I'm trying to say is that if somebody gets to you in time, you can, do, you can take preventative measures to yeah. prolong their life or stop them from having that happening. I completely agree. I wouldn't say that is godlike though at all. Um, the way I view myself personally is a vehicle, it's a vessel to help people. He allows me mm-hmm. to help people. He gives me the way, and this is something uh, switched for me. And I can't remember who told me this, but it was this whole thing about privilege. If I look at my work as I have to do this, it's not fulfilling. If I look at my work as I get to do this. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to help people and serve people. Yeah. And then my day goes really well. And then my day is full of banter. It's interesting conversations. It's helping people. It's almost I guess that's a good way of looking at it, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's a lot of things in life, guys. It's, <coughs> if you look at it, I have the ability to do I'm able to do this. I get to do this. Rather than mm. have to do this, the switch will change. You like that, don't you? At least smiling. I'm private is, pri- I'm private is pri- priceless, yeah? Huh? Private is priceless. That's the one thing that we just... Blown your mind this week, baby. <laughs> Private is priceless. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm happy to... How long are we in? Hang on. Yeah, we can call it there. Okay, fine. I'll let you go on that. Those of you that have any of the questions on this quite philosophical religious conversation, please let us know. Great, great talk. Uh, push Doctor on it, man, if you don't agree with the stuff he said. Push me on it if you don't agree with anything I said. I'm an inquisitive guy. I always will be. Um... I'm trying to be more respectful with that. That's something I'm working on instead of being confrontational. But that's my character. I'm, try- I'm, try- I'm trying to be nicer about it. Uh, yeah. So any questions, anything that comes to your mind, anything you want us to cover in terms of religion, please give us a shout. Uh, Garan will be better placed to give you a sicky approach. I can do the opposite and look at other religions and give you some sort of input if, if needed. So yes, thank you for listening, guys. Please do uh, like this episode if you are watching on YouTube because it helps with the algorithms. And if you are in front of a computer and you're listening to this via audio, just jump on and press the like button for us on YouTube. That would be really cool. Come on, man. And uh, hashtag be like Bao is a starting movement. He comments on all the videos on YouTube. So if you can drop us a comment and just say, I like this. I do not like this. Yeah, he comments on all of our videos. So yeah. I'm like, please be like that because yeah, yeah, yeah. it helps us with the algorithms and getting our stuff exposed to other people that are our current subscribers. That'd be really great. Uh, please share this with other people if you think you can or if you think, not if you think you can, if you think you liked it. And mm. if you want to get in contact with us, shout us on Instagram. Take care, guys. Go and I will see you next week. Ciao, bella. Ciao, bella.